Dear friends, good morning. This is Pastor Moore from Eden Gospel Workers Ministry with your morning devotion. This morning, we will be looking at the privilege of prayer. Did you remember to pray? Did you remember to call on the Lord this morning? Prayer is indeed a privilege. 1 Peter 3 verse 12 says, the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. I also love Psalm 61 verses 1 to 3. Hear my cry, O God. Attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. What is prayer though? Page 69 of Steps to Christ tells us that prayer is the opening of the heart to God as to a friend. Not that it is necessary in order to make known to God what we are, but in order to enable us to receive him. Prayer does not bring God down to us, but brings us up to Him. And this statement is so true because Hebrews chapter 4 verses 15 and 16 tell us that we have not such an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all point tempted as we are, yet without sin. He said, Therefore let us come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may find help in time of need. Where is the throne of grace? The throne of grace is directly in heaven. So friends, when we pray to God, when we call on his name, we go up to him. And there's another important point that we need to know also. Prayer takes us in heavenly places. And guess what, friends? If prayer takes us in heavenly places, which it does, then we go in places where the devil is not allowed to be anymore. That's the importance of praying. Well, that's one importance of praying. I can understand now why the weakest sinner on their knees in prayer is enough to make the devil's kingdom tremble. I can understand why from Luke 11 verse 1, as Jesus was praying in a certain place, when he seized, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us how to pray. Because learning how to pray is learning how to get in heavenly places where the devil cannot attack. Dear friends, we need to take this matter of praying very seriously. We need to learn to talk to our God. The psalmist said in Psalm 5 verse 1, Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. In verse 3 he says, My voice shalt thou hear in the morning. O Lord, in the morning will I direct my prayers unto thee and will look up. When this disciple requested that Jesus teach them how to pray, Jesus did Teach them how to pray. 
He said, When you pray, you should say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done as in heaven, so in earth. Give us by day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. He directed them to present their daily needs before God in prayer and to cast all their cares upon him. The assurance he gave them that God would hear their prayers is an assurance for us as well. Let's look at a few more counsels from the Lord. In Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 and 6, he said, When you pray, you shall not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to the Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But you may ask, what about the wording we use in our prayers? Does it matter? Jesus tells us in Matthew 6 verses 7 and 8, When you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. But be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things he need of before you ask him. Dear friends, it is true that the darkness of the evil one encloses those who neglect to pray. This is from Steps to Christ, page 70. The author went on to say, The whispered temptations of the enemy entice them to sin, and it is all because they do not make use of the privileges that God has given them in the divine appointment of prayer. Why should the sons and daughters of God be reluctant to pray? When prayer is the key in the hand of faith to unlock heaven's storehouse, where are treasured the boundless resources of omnipotence. Without unceasing prayer and diligent watching, we are in danger of growing careless and of deviating from the right path. The adversary seeks continually to obstruct the way to the mercy seat that we may not, by earnest supplication and faith, obtain grace and a power to resist temptation. My dear friends, pray about it. Be careful for nothing, the Bible says, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, you should let your request be made known unto your Father. That's Philippians chapter 4 and Verse 6. Listen to verse 7 also. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Praying is indeed a privilege. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. How much do you pray? How much do you talk to God? Jesus' example from Luke 6 and verse 12 is that he came to pass in those days 
that he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. Now, friends, if Jesus, who is our heavenly brother, saw the need while he was on earth to pray so much, how much more should we be praying constantly in prayer to our Savior, to our God? Is God really willing to listen to our prayers? Let's ask Job. In chapter 22, verse 27, he says, Thou shalt make thy prayer unto him, and he shall hear thee. Psalm 34, verse 15, The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry. Definitely, God hears the prayer of his people. Then how anxious is God to answer our prayer with those things that are good for us? Well, he said it from the word, Matthew 7, 7, 11. Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Or what man is there for of you? Whom if his son asks bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, Give good things to them that ask him. Oh friends, consider Romans 8 verse 32 also. He that spirit not his own son, but delivered him for up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Prayer is indeed the privilege of talking with our Savior and seeking His direction for every aspect of life. Are you troubled with some sinful issues? And you're wondering how to gain power over this sinful problem? Well, guess what, friends? We are told in Mark 14 and verse 38, Watch and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. There are times when sin will cause you not to want to pray. But that's the time when you need to pray even more. That's the time when you need to talk to your father and seek his direction and seek his strength in order to be free from the sin issue. Dear friends, there's also another reality. Here are some conditions to having God hear and answer our prayers. We must feel our great need of his help. Matthew 5 verse 6. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Your heart must be directed to the influence of the Holy Spirit. And when this is done, friends of mine, then we will experience the connection that heaven desires us to have. 
we must not cling to any known sin. Remember, the Lord is far from the wicked. Wickedness in this sense is not saying that you are perfect, but wickedness in this sense refers to those who are willing, or I should say unwilling, to leave sin problems alone. Remember Proverbs chapter 28, verse 9. He that turneth away his heir from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be an abomination. Remember Psalm 66, verse 18. If I regard iniquity in my heart, then the Lord will not hear me. Here's another point, friends. We must be believers into what we pray for. We must also be a believer in the Lord himself. Mark 11.24 says, What things soever ye desire, when you pray, believe that he received them, and he shall have them. That's it. We must have an attitude of love and forgiveness in our hearts. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Matthew 6 and verse 12. So friends, if we expect our prayers to be heard, we must forgive others the same manner and to the same extent that we hope to be forgiven. We must not give up. We must persevere in prayer. Philippians 4 verse 6, In everything by prayer and supplication, and while you are on your knees, give thanks, because God is certain to hear your prayer. I encourage you, friends of mine, According to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 17, pray without ceasing. Be diligent in prayer. Colossians 4 verse 2, continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. God loved to hear from his people. He loved to communicate with us. There are times when he misses us because we fail to communicate with him. But friends, may we continue in prayer constantly and watch the Lord work on our behalf. You cannot weary him. The Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercies, says James 5 verse 11. You cannot weary him, my friends. He said in 1 Peter 5 verse 11, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. From the book Steps to Christ, it says, Keep your wants, your joys, your sorrows before God. You cannot burden or weary him. He who has all your hairs numbered is not indifferent to your needs. His heart is touched by your sorrows and even by your expressions of them. You can take to him everything that perplexes the mind. Nothing is too great for him to bear, for he sustains worlds. Yet nothing that concerns your peace is too small for him to, to notice. No calamity can befall you. No anxiety harass your soul. No joy cheer you. No sincere prayer escape your lips that he does not observe and take an immediate interest in. He cares for each soul as though 
there were no other for whom he gave his beloved son. Dear Father, teach us how to pray. Help us to pray. Keep in our hearts the reminders from day to day of the need to call on you so that we can be better and well-prepared candidates for heaven in the end. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Dear friends, have a great day. Thank you so much for listening.